Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Everybody, I'm Steve Azar. I'm in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. Oh, yeah. And I'm coming to you today with yet another serious hit tunesmith as my guest. He's had his own unique journey to Music City from studying classical piano as a child to becoming a man at 17 and leaving high school to join the U.S. Army Airborne and First Special Forces, where he would serve our nation in Vietnam to coming home with a big amen safely, finishing his college education and getting his master's degree. He was inspired and compelled after he returned from war and would see and use his life experiences in writing songs that counted. They still count. Man, has he done that. For such stars as Charlie Pride, our own Charlie Pride, the Kendalls, Don Williams, George Jones, Dr. Hook, Crystal Gale, Dolly Parton, Ricky Skaggs, Patty Loveless, Garth Brooks, the list goes on and on. And he's been nominated for Country Music Songwriters Hall of Fame, which is a big, big deal. He's a wonderful recording artist in his own right, and I'm going to bring him on right now, Jim Rushing. What's up, Jim? I thank you for this opportunity, Steve. This is a uh, inordinate opportunity to uh, blab about my life and uh, <laughs> kind of give give you give you a little insight. You ask the questions, I'll I'll, I'll render the answers. It's a uh, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I was just there recently with our pal Mark Allen Springer. We're working with an artist kid named Jay Burgess. He's fantastic, uh, young, and uh, just a great kid, and it's, it's good to be on the other side of it, uh, starting to help out the next generation. All right, so you just said, what's your wife doing right now? Uh, it's always, uh, our listeners always need to know what's going on right now in your life. You're making the move. You got a boat going across country. What's going on? Well, she she went back, and this is her last trip. She has been bringing things. I've been kind of stationed in Columbia while Elizabeth goes back, and she's finishing an EMT um, job and bringing a boat back across country. She is right now in uh, Wyoming, and uh, you know, you know, we were we were supposed to do this at nine thirty, and and I told her, I said, uh, if you're going to call me, call me before this this little uh, interview, and uh, she hasn't, so she will inevitably either call or not, and I will uh, decline. And, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, well, and I mean, it's just, it's just as well. You want to know, you want to know where your bride is, and yeah. I do indeed, and uh, how things are. So that's it. Uh, I love we're just, it. You know, we're, it's an arduous task, and at this station in my life, um, I never dreamt it would be so difficult. I mean, it's just you know putting uh, putting things in a box and then taking oh. things out of the box. It's just the most arduous thing. I think it's moving is certainly the bane of mankind and oh. that's it. well you know our you know our pal jim collins one of the writers on the good stuff there's nothing good about the stuff that goes in the boxes when you're moving and out of them this this is not for sissies getting old i'm old uh, <laughs> getting old is not for sissies and doing this is a hellacious kind of yeah. uh, um, thing to encounter talking to jim rushing uh jim just before yes, we sir. dig into the career and your life because uh, this interview has taken one of those uh, sideways things where we're just having a conversation, which is what I love, uh, and we're ca- we're catching up to speed. Coming back to Nashville now, what does it look like versus 18 years ago when you left? Or what does it feel like, you know, as a songwriter? Well, as a songwriter, and I've been out there, and of course I've had to peer at it from a distance um, for a long, long time, and uh, I know briefly know Mark Allen Springer, great songwriter that he is. You, I don't know you, but I'm verbally shaking your hand right now. Oh, yeah. But, but what, what I'm coming back to, and it will be my mission to urge people to take a good hard look at at songs, because it's a different, I mean, I was told by a dear friend of mine uh, of a recent release of an album. It came out, had 16 songs on it, had 70 writers mm-hmm. on 16 songs. <laughs> and, 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 and really, Steve, this, this is, I came to town in September of 71. And what had brought me to Nashville were the great songs that I had listened to in graduate school. I mean, and, and before, way forward. You know, right. I mean, in 1948, I was here in Hank. Hank Williams and you know, all of the great songs of that era, and they'd moved right on through. But when I came in '71, it was the songs of, say, Mickey Newberry and, uh, on his "Looks Like Rain" album, and uh, Christopherson, who yeah. I, I loved, I just loved, and I was listening to Gordon Lightfoot and Don Quixote, and the, mm-hmm. I mean these wonderful, hard-hitting, wonderful songs, right. wonderful songs. Right. And it, it, and. In about 78, the collaboration thing really went in high gear with the control of composition. And because we all know it did. Yeah. And we know why it did. Everybody wanted a piece of the action. Well, for my listeners, real quick, real quick, control comp is so when I had my deal or Jim had his deal, when we were on major labels, uh, we would have to give up a certain amount of our publishing uh, as songwriters, uh, as public, our publishing actually side of things to an to a label, it was part of the deal. So they would just take it as like gravy, and you couldn't really argue with them, right, Jim? No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. And and I was one uh, among many. I can remember sitting next to Gary Nicholson, but we, you know, this was not a warm and fuzzy feeling when they were trying to ram this thing down our throats. Right, I was a, and when when this happened, I mean, I the voices were 
growing and rising, but there was nothing. A lot of times you couldn't do anything, and it became sleazeball. I mean, they're, they're, sleazeball to me is playing the game under the table where you don't mm-hmm. see it. Hardball is on top of the table. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just knew that controlled composition was eating into the goodness of what had been brought to us by the writers of right. uh, th- those who came and preceded us. Right. You know? And, uh, I mean, I got to sit next to Christofferson on a uh, uh, stage down in Austin one time, and I said, I don't know whether to thank you or, or at least invite you outside to see if, uh, you know, which... <laughs> Look what you did you know, to me. <laughs> well, well, that's right. Uh, you know, and he, he kind of laughed. But, um, you know, I was serious about it. In that he brought, he brought his wonderful work, brought us all of this yeah. incredible music, you know, incredible music. And now when I'm say, uh, saying that there's a album out with 16 songs and 70 writers, I'm saying they've forgotten about what it is for a one-name song or a two-name yeah. two song. You know? Well, I write alone and, uh, so much, so I've always loved to write alone. And and now, but but the co-writing thing, getting a chance now. Although you and I never wrote together, uh, we I've written with a lot of your pals, and they became you know. So the one or two people in the room, I uh, I had I had to have that because it was my schooling. I really learned. I mean, the you know the graciousness of the generation, your generation to me, has been yeah, remarkable. Yeah. If I didn't have it. I would have never gotten there. There's no way. So I needed that. But um, uh, 16 well, writers on a song, that's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I, no, 16 songs. 70 writers. And 70 writers. So how many, how many, I can't even do the math. What is that, Jim? I don't have any idea. Me neither. It just counted, and some of them are repeatedly on, on the work as you look down the yeah. repeated name. Yeah. But, what I am saying is it's, it sort of makes, to me, an old man, and I have a right to say it, I'm 78 years old, I have a right to say that it seems to me, at least, it makes a mockery of what we came to do. Yeah. Because it doesn't take seven people to write a song. No. It you know, it just doesn't. And I, you know, in order to get at the substance, and I know you do, I, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been looking at Steve Azar from a distance and, and and I know, I mean, the indefatigable nature of your, uh, you know, your energies and what you do. And I mean, all of this is pouring from your mind and from your pores and from your, and from your energy comes all the other things. You know, yeah. oh my God, you know, why, why take take the work of writing like a Christofferson or somebody else? I wanted to do it both ways. I wanted, I mean, I did, I did it both ways, and I loved it. I remember, uh, you know, I mean, when I'd hear songs, jaw dropping songs, mm. uh, you know, from the pop field or from the country field. Yeah, some of the the Mark Allen Springer songs, you know, a jaw dropping so we're with jim rushing we're going to talk hall of fame we're going to talk vietnam we're going to talk when the bug bit and everything you're in the mississippi minute you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studios i'm steve azar stand by
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 75. Good chances of showers and thunderstorms for Saturday, partly sunny, high near 93. And much of the same for Sunday, rain and partly sunny conditions, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out-of-style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neobellas and the Great American Cookies. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. No one could hold me. No one could. I am with Jim Rushing. We're going to talk Hall of Fame. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. That's what we have to do. I'm OCD. If I see trash, I freak out. So, uh,. Uh, and and it's funny uh, when my wife Jim is is uh, getting she sort of handles the business always has with me uh, well probably the last twenty years and she 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 likes to throw trash on the oh you know she picks it up but she'll throw it on the ground I think she does it on purpose so she knows I'm gonna walk by and pick it up <laughs> you know because she's working so she just and she's missing the garbage can and I'm going like you know I, I was a shooter growing up in basketball I wasn't missing the garbage can so anyway uh, it's, and she messes with me she's she's we're thirty years married this year it's been the greatest blessing with our kids and and the greatest hit songs. I've ever written or 
for her and and our kids and and I'm grateful for that. We're talking Jim Rushing. We got to talk Hall of Fame first, real quick, because I haven't kept up. You know, being in Mississippi, I'm doing my thing down here. Traffic is tractors, and I love it. And I go on the road and all that. But you're nominated for the Hall of Fame with our boy Bob Regan, with Kerry Kurt Phillips, all that. So, uh, are we in? No, we're not in. Uh, and and I just, I'm just, uh, as I sit here, I'm honored. I was nominated last year and the year before for the the honor. Uh, neither t- neither time was I selected to be inducted to the place, but it all just to be nominated, just to be amid the names, it it really does. And I'm, I say it with all the humbleness that I can roll off my tongue that it's just a wonderful thing to be with these other names. Well, it's going to happen. You don't get nominated once and then twice. You know, it's like NFL players, you know. I mean, it's just, you know, or Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is very difficult. But um, songwriting Hall of Fame would be, to me, the most difficult. So it's going to happen. And and I want to talk about the journey to getting there. I want you to tell me, so you're a classical pianist growing up as a kid. So was it serious? Well, this was mother's dream. Mother wanted me, and she, so of course, kind of enrolled me in uh in the care of a uh, Margaret Huff, and she was huffy, you know. <laughs> Margaret Huff took me at age four, and we started learning Haydn. I remember the uh, Volga Boatman, uh, really, and, and this was the first tune I ever played on the piano. And uh, we we started working, and then she took took her time, and then she retired, and then I went to a Miss Eva. Browning, both of these ladies were they, they were really old and really gruff about their piano <laughs> teaching. And I, until 1955 or 56, and this was from age four until then, until Jerry Lee showed up, I was laboriously learning these pieces <laughs> and uh, doing my recitals and that sort of thing. And then. When Jerry Lee showed up, <laughs> that that was it. That put a period. That put a period on that. <laughs> I can imagine you going from classical to watching the piano get set on fire. <laughs> oh, oh my God! And and it really did. I was telling uh, somebody. Oh, I was telling Larry Shell yesterday. I said that man, in every respect, changed my life. Yeah. Three words. He changed my life. He came through. I I didn't care about any of his uh, escapades with his cousin or anything else. I cared about his piano playing and his singing. And his antics were, you know, that was just, uh, that was icing on the cake, man. I I really love this guy. And so we are um, doing this in 1955-56, whenever he came out. And I had seen the only time i ever saw elvis presley was in 1956 when he came to lubbock texas which was my which is where you're from uh, right yeah that's where i'm from yeah saw him at the uh not the municipal coliseum this was at at the fair kind of the fairgrounds coliseum mm-hmm. and uh it, i mean that changed my life yeah and all and buddy holly i got one time i got to put my paw in his paw one time wow but wow. that was that was life changing. But I did, you know, just from the standpoint of knowing 
that this was remarkably changing to the world of music. But I didn't, I mean, we didn't think of Buddy Holly as being what Buddy Holly is today and to the world. He was just somebody who was riding, riding Triumph motorcycles and having a great time. Joe B. Malden lived on 27th Street. I lived on 26th, <laughs> and Joe B. was frogging me every time. I mean, he and his buddy, were they'd get on either side of my bicycle and frog me <laughs> when I was coming home from a Bible class. I mean, and he, he thought that was great fun. They would, they would ambush me <laughs> and do this kind of thing, you know. And I'm, you know, this is what I'm, I'm going through, and I'm loving all of the music. The music was a polyglot, everything that had been introduced. I mean, we had Bill Monroe, we had Elvis Presley, we had Brooke Benton, all of these, all of these artists had, and Jimmy Reed. You're talking about a lot of artists who are very different, but what they what they were were themselves, and they were honest, and that's right. And they were played back to back on yeah, radio, absolutely back to back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and we would we were just introduced to this. I mean, I never could arrive at a circuit of music when I'm getting this. I mean, this is like the the best skew ever made yeah. in music. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's what was so wonderful. Other other people experienced it, but I mean, Lubbock was was at the confluence of all these many musics, you know. And I'd put classical behind me. I can look back and appreciate it now. I went to uh, uh, and started piano again, piano lessons uh, later on in life over at uh, Vanderbilt in their school of music. But really, uh, that was where I really learned. And as a 13-year-old, I was in love with a cheerleader and and she had broken my heart, and I, and I you know, you had to write about it. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I mean, really? Yeah, that's where it I remember pouring out of me. You know? Yeah, sure you do. I mean, good-looking guy like you. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> Tell you what, I, I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been looking at your uh, your promo pictures, and I, you know, I'm thinking, my God, and the kids. You need to. You probably that's some radio people that I upset back in the day. I'd go play their competitive market, um, uh, you know, competitive radio station, and they had dart. They had my poster up throwing darts. Hey, we're talking to Jim Rushing's Jim. Okay, so you've yeah. fallen in love with music, and you're writing, and you're doing this thing. You've been you've been knocked out by Jerry Lee and Elvis and and, and Buddy Holly. I get it. I get it. Okay, take me to you. You've you've got your master's degree in college, no, but you don't. No, no let's, let's go. Let's, let's let's go. I do not have the degree. I did all the work. Okay, studied Chinese. I studied Chinese for the equivalent of five years. Chinese. <laughs> yeah, Chinese. So hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it it was uh, it, you know, but I had been told after I'd served in Nam, and I, I, I this was on the early edge of. The Vietnam War. I was there as an, uh, what what was later on. We worked worked as an A team training multi yard tribesmen in '62. This was at the earliest edge. I was there when the first two special no, it was the third and fourth. I think special forces soldiers were killed, and they, mm. they killed three weeks after I got there. And we were doing. That's when I knew that this was a shooting war. Right, and uh, you know we weren't being. I mean, this is in no way, and one has to remember, this is in no way like the hot war that later on, uh, you know, from 63 all the way to 71, it was really brutal as as could possibly be. Mm. But I was there and doing what I needed, what I needed to do. If it had been another time slot, I'd been doing that too, you know. Right. I mean, just 
you know, the uh, the opening or the closing of the book happens just the way it happens. And uh, so, no, I mean, in Vietnam, I was I was prepared for it. They said focal point of world tension is going to be China. You need to be doing this. That's when I when I got my degree at Tech. Uh, I went on and went to Far Eastern Russian Institute at the University of Washington. Wow! I did I, I did all of the work in my classroom. When I say it's being liberated, they, the protesters are coming through my classroom, <laughs> throwing ink on the walls, and the right police are right behind them. And I got I got so disgusted with the atmosphere in '68, '69, '70, and '71. Uh, I left there in '71. Because I didn't want to do any more work. I had become disgusted. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm conveying it to you. I, love, I, I get wanted it. To work, I wanted to work for the agency. I really wanted to work for the agency. But it didn't appear to me by that time that our government was going to support me as an operative in that country. They were going to support me. Like I needed to be supported. We did not have a winning attitude in Vietnam. Otherwise, right. we'd gone in, won it, and, and got out. Right. out. Right. Now we did. We just poured money and treasure, and you know, treasure and lives and blood into a place, and never tried to win anything, mm. and let the politicians fight the yeah. war while the while the you know soldiers are dying. And that's crazy. You know, and that's gonna, why I feel well, we're going to keep talking about that. We're going to take a break. You're in the, you're in the, you're, in, you are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. I'm with the fabulous Jim Rushing, incredible songwriter, has lived an incredible life, as you can tell already. And uh, you get to play DJ. Would you like to hear a little Jimmy Rogers or uh, Let's Go Marty Stewart? Which one? Jimmy Rogers. That's it. I'm with Jim Rushing. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute. It's only going to get better. Stand by. We took in every cavalry in town. We're in the jailhouse now. We're in the jailhouse now. I told the judge right to his face. We didn't like to see this place. We're in the jailhouse now. Forty-four Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a Wix filter for just $31.99. Plus, earn double O rewards points. Minimize friction, heat, and wear on your engine with Syntec full synthetic motor oil exclusively at Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Over 5,000 new cases of COVID are being reported today. That's our state's highest one-day total since the pandemic began. If your loved one does get COVID, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs encourages you to talk to your doctor about monoclonal antibodies. It's available either as an infusion, like a drip, or as a subcutaneous injection, like you just get up under your skin. This is one of the things we're trying to expand. We have requested 10 federal teams to set up special clinics for um, giving antibodies. As the first program in the country to reach 100% vaccination status, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin told MSNBC's Morning Joe that this display of unity should serve as an example for the state. I would like to think that that's pretty eye-opening for a lot of people that were sitting right on the edge or you know not really motivated to do it. So I bet our numbers go up. The vaccination rate is improving, but remains around 35%. I'm Kelly Bennett. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Your paycheck depends on the weather and the clock. If your conversation calls for a little more than a coffee pot. I'm talking to Jim Rushing. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm Steve Azar. Jim Rushing is one of the greatest tunesmiths in the history of our town. When I came to town and you left, I heard so much about you. Um, and, uh, you had this, you had uh, an incredible reputation as I got to know other songwriters and stuff. Uh, you, you just, you, you left that place, uh, you know, you left it in a good, uh, you left your memory in a good place. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're coming back. Uh, I'm coming back on the other side of doing things and work, like we said, working with, with some artists and stuff. And I'm having a blast with that. Uh, I want, I want to talk a little bit more Vietnam because, you were inspired afterwards, and you talk about it. Okay, so the aftermath drove you to 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 Music City, literally and physically and, and figuratively, right? I mean, it drove it you be. to your future. So there was it a po- drove me. Yeah. I, I I dropped academia academia like a hot potato because it didn't. It was not satisfying or giving me anything even after five years of chinese i wanted to dump it i didn't want to have anything else to do with it because of the disappointing thing that i was it's like turning the page and you're hating what you're seeing on the next page it truly was nothing i wanted and uh you know when i left vietnam it was exciting i was seeing all these people that were working for the agency and making making goodly amounts of money and having an adventuresome life, and I thought, well, that's that's cool. By the time I got through, I, I just literally wanted to throw up because there was not anything that I really right partake in or participate. In. So, special forces, though, how did you end up there? I went over with a now. This is not, uh, and this is in nineteen sixty. I went over with the. 2nd 503rd Airborne Battle Group, and I went to Okinawa. My whole time was on or off island. And I went over there, and when early, and let's see, early in 61, I began to get tired of the what, what you call junk on the bunk. That is, inspections every Saturday morning, and you know, all this high polish, and then all the work that we were doing. And I wanted to be—I wanted to be with the uh, first special forces, which was headquartered on that island. Right. And uh, so I had to write my congressman. My dad had to write my congressman. I, I went through all kind of jumping through hoops to get into special forces. Not that story is not told today. It was told then. Right. And so I went. And the guy wanted me. I was. I love soldiering, 
But the guy wanted me when I went over to see the commander of the group, and he said, uh, I want you, and I'm gonna, we're going to work that in. And so pretty soon I got a congressional investigation why they wouldn't let me out of the 2nd, 503rd. And finally I went over to 1st Special Forces. And, uh, um, and, and it was great. It was great. I was there when the Green Beret was given, now given, now, we, I went through a lot of training, a lot of cross-training, a lot of all this other stuff. It's not done today. I want to insist on that. I mean, the people, I couldn't, if I had to go through what they go through today, it would just, I mean, my God, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen the, the Q course and see what they go through now. But uh, uh, what I went through then was not the same thing. Was it more of a, a crash of course, sort of, so to speak, for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a crash course, and they put me in. Uh, this was the uh, uh, inter- intermediate speed radio operating language. I studied the Thai language. Wow. This was after I'd studied. You Come know, on, Jim. The Thai language, and then I, you know, this was the, the first language that I studied was Thai. And then I, uh, back in, in college, after I got out, I studied um, Spanish, and then I, uh, Chinese. But my, and I had an aptitude for it, so there wasn't any problem there. But I really was, I don't know, I was, I was prepared for that kind of thing, but I was not, the crash course that went through, of course, uh, cross-training in demolitions, cross-training in, um, you know, numerous things. I was an uh, intermediate speed radio operator i was also my mos was light weapons and um uh, so i had an interesting you know an interesting thing how, how does one man how does one th- i want you to think we've all got our stories but yours is as out there and as distant it seems so you're learning all these languages and you're learning arguably the toughest languages that that you hear Chinese, Thai, they're, they're supposedly the toughest languages you could ever learn. So you're putting yourself through all that misery, uh, <laughs> and you said you had an aptitude for it. And then you've a classical pianist. So meets <laughs> Vietnam Special Forces, and then how the heck you're, – you're more than a country songwriter. So you're, you're just a songwriter, and, and obviously your influences sort of help, help gra- you know, guide you to that point. I get it. It was just about great songs with you. But how the heck do you live those lives, which seem so off the map of where you were heading? How does, I mean, and just the fact that of becoming, you know, when you're writing songs, it's the language itself and finding yourself and the way you say things, but you have to relate to, and you have to, you have to do things, you know, skill set wise that live in this window, right? And it's box. And so you have to learn to do that. And I get, I get how smart you are to do all that and, and uh, you're a chameleon, but when and where the heck does that happen when you start having hit songs? And how is this possible? <laughs> I just uh, I'm I'm going to I was thinking as you're asking these questions or sort of uh, outlining these things. My my appreciation for the the dirt and the grit and the work. And those things, I was raised by a bunch of cowboys. My dad's brothers were prim- my primary influences growing up. 
aside from music. And they loved country music, but it wasn't, I mean, they didn't call it country music. And they certainly didn't call it country and Western music. You know, it, it was just, they loved this music. They loved Lefty and they loved all these, all these musics that I was listening to all the day and, and osmosing and absorbing. And they taught me hard work and appreciation for the dirt and the sweat on my brow and that's why i could write a song uh i've been you know told that it's a good song but i wrote working in the hole and they taught me about the appreciation for that kind of thing well that that was a line that you don't see in all the things you outlined you don't you don't see any of that i was not i was no stranger to hard work in anything. It took hard work in the Chinese. It took hard work in Nashville. It took hard work. And work is what, I mean, if you're going to sit there, Steve, you know how lonely it can be in your bedroom or in your office when you're trying to ferret out the next line. Right. <laughs> you're so right. You know, and, and make it work. You know, it goes right. through the middle co- colander. And you want it to work, and if it and if it doesn't, I sat 18 hours with Bob McDill, and this is no joke. And I was telling Shell yesterday, um, sitting in front of McDill, and having him—I was the raw material man—and this is a, a lesson in songwriting. But we worked 18 hours straight one day on a song. 18 hours. Straight. Yeah. And I'd say, I'd give him some line. He'd say, nah. <laughs> you know, and I'd give him another line or another thought. <laughs> nah. You know, <laughs> this is McDill. Nah. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm, that's no exaggeration. You know, so I, and, you know, I really, we all had our schools, but mine was built on the bottom line of hard work and endeavor. That is it for me. We're with Jim Rushing. You're in the Mississippi Minute. You're in the Keep Mississippi. Beautiful studios. I'm Steve Azar. Stand by. And they play it aloud. There's no forms or no applications. There's no red tape administrations. It's the American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Go join your American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Do not delay. Contact today. Your AHPA. AHPA. I'm still trying to find. Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guaranteed Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guaranteed Bank, member FDIC. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. 
online at supertalk.fm. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hey, this is Brad Harbor at the range in Gluckstadt. If you ever found yourself in a life or death situation, do you possess the mental and physical skills needed to survive? We are offering defensive handgun classes taught by someone who actually lived through such a deadly encounter. Dr. Larry Goldstein, if you want to be better able to defend yourself or your loved ones, you can sign up now at rangebyjimmyprimos.com or call us at 601-746-2202 for more information. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sykes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm talking to Jim Rushing. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm Steve Azar. Jim Rushing is one of the greatest tunesmiths in the history of our town. Who's the first big artist that cuts one of your songs, and what was it, and did it go number one? Was there a journey for you in that regard of finally getting a, a, a big record, or uh, did it happen all of a sudden once you once no, you got going? No, no, no. This is in 19... Uh, of course, I was writing. I, I only had about four songs when I got to town, and... Uh, in 1973, I went to work for Jack Clement and Cowboy Jack and Bill Music. Uh, Cowboy yeah. loved him, loved him, great man. Oh, I love, yeah, I loved him, and um, that's when I really started. I mean, he encouraged all of us to do, you know, just he said he gave me. He said, "Here's the key to the studio." You got 16 inch tape over there as much as you want to. You got the, the whole run of the studio. He said, get a band that's coming in off the road. He said, they'll be writing songs. He said, trade out, get them to do demo one of your songs and you demo one of theirs brilliant. in my studio. Brilliant. Make me some money. Yeah. That's what he said. It was brilliant. It was and it worked. And I had a, I had my first hit with Jenny Pruitt was written with Wayland Holyfield in 19, I think it was 70. Four, yeah, probably. Oh, Waylon. I love it. Arkansas. My wife's from Arkansas, yeah. so we know Waylon. Known him for years. He's a good man. Oh, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful man. And we wrote, You Don't Need to Move Him Out. And that was the first. It went to number nine. And then uh, I got with a uh, writer. His name's Bobby David. Uh, Bobby uh, and I wrote, I think, 10 or 11 songs. I hope you're feeling me like I'm feeling you. And that was my first number one on Charlie Pride in 1970. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's just you know, crazy. And, yeah, and it, and, it, and it's one and uh, what a way to go. Women go to be the death of me, but what a way to go it was recorded first by a guy named Bobby Borchers at Tree, and then um, it, it's been recorded numerous times. It it uh, and it's not, you know, I mean, it, just a lot of people. B. J. Thomas, Doctor Hook. Uh, oh, I know. Numerous. I, I, I know. What was it like hearing, like, Charlie? It was one of the most amazing blessings I'd ever had. Because, I mean, that was, I mean, you, you have to, I mean, you don't have to imagine. I, I, I had lived for big stars to do one of my, I'd lived for that. I, I mean, since mm-hmm. I got to town, I didn't know how long it would take. And to hear Charlie doing that song was amazing. And I also had another song that I wrote by myself, not with Bobby, but wrote by myself called Love and Understanding Man on the same album. Yeah. When that came out. And it was a, you know, it was recorded by Don Williams and Telly Savalas and Charlie Pride. And, uh, <laughs> Telly Savalas. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I picked up, you know, picked up a nice little check from Europe one 
because he was a star over there. That's insane. That's so good. You're talking Kojak. Yeah, Kojak. Um, unbelievable. See, I'm showing my age now. Okay, what about Honky Tonk Bar Association? When did that come? Where did that? I mean, think about the distance between Honky Tonk Bar Association and you're talking back in the Charlie Price. So there's a, this is what I'm talking about. We wrote this song, and of course, I'm, I was a runner in the 80s. The 70s for me were, I hate the 70s just for the fact that I was so stupid and participated in all the, you know, smoke my brain the night before <laughs> cigarettes and songs that I was picking, you know, taking <laughs> taking Chris's lines, you know. And I did that for a decade, and I said I'm going to escape, and I did. By the grace of God, I escaped. Yeah. But when I got out of it, then I was doing other things. Eventually, I found myself at uh, Polygram, and that's where I met Brian Kennedy. And, of course, uh, his dad running Doug things, Howard. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brian's dad was running Polygram, yeah, I think. But, but uh, Doug Howard, who is now the head of the music school over there yeah. uh, at uh, Belmont, Belmont yeah. he introduced Brian and myself. Gotcha. He, he, he took me over there one day. And uh, then that it was through him that I met Garth. And so one day I was running past the the uh, National Bar Association they had this big sign on West End and I run by it every day I broached the title to Brian one day I said the National I mean the uh, American Redneck Bar Association and that's the way it's registered with with uh, ASCAP as American Redneck of course we demoed it that way and Gar said I can't sing Redneck and so we said uh, almost simultaneously, I believe he might have been the first one to say honky-tonk, but no, no matter what, we both agreed that's what it means, American Honky-Tonk Bar Association. Oh, I just and love it. Good. The first time I ever heard it, I said, oh, my God, that's so good. <laughs> just, you know, well, listen, buddy, I can't thank you. We've been with Jim Rushing. Jim, I can't thank you enough for taking a Mississippi Minute with me. Uh, I'll come visit when uh, when I come to do a little work there. I'm in and out at times. Uh, but uh, I, I find peace on Mississippi soil, so I spend more time there. <laughs> okay. All right. I appreciate it so much. All right. Blessings and, and get your wife home safe, and uh, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a whole lot. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find Hey, folks. It's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.